Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. This hour, uh, the third hour of the program, you have to listen to the entire podcast today. We begin with the courageous people in sports and entertainment that have been standing up. There is something happening in America. Last hour, we told you an amazing story with a woman who stood up in Romania. She actually revealed one of the secrets that that got the dictator thrown out. Uh, we're gonna we're uh, this hour going to talk to two other people that are leading in culture that have had the courage to stand up and just ask questions. And because of those questions, they're being they're being throttled on the internet. They are being bashed, ignored, except with the people. Uh, One of them is the uh, rap artist that was just uh, uh, thrown off of YouTube for his song, um, Let's Go Brandon. We're going to talk to him in about a half hour. The other is a guy who just asked questions of Joe Biden uh, in in a uh, song, Blood on My Hands. His name is John Odrosik. He is from Five for Fighting. He's in the studio. We go there next. I can't wait uh, to talk to John here in just a second. First, let me tell you um, about Patriot Mobile. The whole idea of today's show is stand up. You have been born for a reason. You have the talents that you have for a reason, and you are exactly where you're supposed to be with all of the skills and everything else that you need. Now, if you're saying, I can't do anything You can do this. If you have a cell phone, I want you to switch to PatriotMobile.com right now. Patriot Mobile is, this is a group, it's the only conservative Christian group. They were actually started so they could make money to be able to fund things, basically like the Tides Foundation does, except they do it through money laundering, in my opinion. Um, they, They have people come bring money and then say, I'm giving this for children without faces. And then they go and they fund abortion or whatever. These people tell you exactly what they're doing. They go out and they are standing for the First Amendment, the Second Amendment. What the heck? All of the amendments. They are actually standing for the things that you believe in. And it's a great company. They have um, the service on the same cell towers as everybody else. So you get the same coverage and service, uh, but you get it for about half the price. Lots of reasons to join PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Join now. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. They have special discounts for first responders and veterans and for multi-line accounts. Support the company that supports America and you. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. All right, I think the best way to start is with the piano. I can't stand to fly. I'm not that naive. I'm just out to find a better part of me. I'm more than a bird, more than a some pretty face beside a train it's not easy to be 
is my mic. John Andrasik um, is uh, with us. John, what a privilege to meet you. Thank you, Glenn. It's a pleasure to be here. I, um, I have to ask you this first off. What is it like? Everything I do goes up into space and is someplace like <laughs> towards Pluto now. Right. And people don't relive it and relive it. And I think about this all the time. You, you did a song years ago that I still listen to all the time. All the time, you've had you have an impact on people. You have an impact on me and my life, and you don't even know it. Hmm. How weird is that? Does it give you comfort that you don't know who's listening to your song that you might do, you might have done twenty years ago? You know, I think it's like an athlete that maybe plays ten thousand games, but there's one game and there's somebody seeing them for one time. And I think you always have to remember uh, that as a performer. And I don't know how you get up every day and do three, five, ten hours of, of content. And, and it is satisfactory to know that the songs still resonate 20 years later. Yeah. You know, the songs that I loved growing up, they're still, they're still there. Uh, and I, I still listen to them. But it is, it is humbling. I'm very grateful just to make a living at doing what I love to do. I am so blessed. Yeah. So, I'm, so you, um, I, you're going to do a podcast with me yeah. uh, for later this week. And we're going to go over some of the songs, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I want to um, talk to you about... The courage it took to stand up and just do a song, Blood on My Hands. Yeah. What drove you to that? Do you want to play it or should we play the recording? Why don't I play it? I'm here. Okay. Yeah. Let's, yeah uh, here it is. Let's this, do it. This, uh, I, I get back from the Middle East uh, and Afghanistan and I hear this song. <laughs> well, I, I'd, uh, I'd like to actually... Uh, before I play the song, recognize our troops and our veterans, especially our Afghan vets, because I, I know they're hurting, um, and I want them to know they are not alone. Uh, we love them. We are with them. Uh, there will be accountability, and uh, they served with honor. Got blood on my hands. Got blood on my hands. And I don't understand What's happening There's blood on these hands They're still Americans Left her the Taliban and he, 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 now how's that happening? Winking, blinking, can't you look me in the eyes? Willy, Milly, tell me when did you decide this will defend your sacred motto now means never mind. Got blood on our hands Got blood on my hands The flag of the Taliban And he, 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 he Over Afghanistan Got 
the general lost him Is there no honor in shame? Can you spell Bagram without the letters in blame? Did Uncle Joe stick a drip in your veins? Hands And I can't hear her scream If she's not, she's not She's not on TV can't hear him scream If he's not, he's not He's not on TV He To every Afghan ally that we Left behind Every child who owned no freedom Faces covered and blind As for this American promise now hell in the fire hands there's blood on our hands just one American asking What's happening? It is. It's a wild experience. I don't know if the camera could have caught this, but it's a wild experience to sit this close to you because I could see the emotion and and which lines hit you deeply. Where did that come from? When did you, when did, when did you, what were you seeing that you were like? Uh, well, you know, like, uh, like all of us, I was, I was horrified by the images coming out of Afghanistan. And um, when our 13 troops were killed uh, and the 100 Afghans by the suicide bomber, again, that, that made me very angry. I was banging on my piano. And I've told you this before, I had no intention of writing a song or releasing a song. I take no joy in releasing this song. But uh, when, uh, when our last troops left, uh, I got a call from a friend who was organizing EVACs. And, mm. and I said, are you really risking your life to, to go rescue the citizens we left behind? And I'll tell you, Glenn, it's a little emotional sitting in front of you because I know you're doing just that. So to be able to play the song in front of you, knowing that every day you're on the phone rescuing people kind of... Uh, kind of talking to the same folks I am. It shouldn't be this way. It's it's insane. It's insane that we're doing what our government should be doing. This is the first time in listening to the song that I, and I think it's because when you sang it, you looked at me and you shook your head about blood on my hands. Yeah. It is. That's the way I have felt. I've never, I didn't get that from the song that you are, uh, you are really, <laughs> Feeling the same way I am is that we have done some, we, yes, not the government, we That's have us. done something horrible. Yes. Horrible. No, it is us. And people ask me, the why, well, there's no blood on my hands. I didn't vote for this person, but we're Americans. We're Americans. We're the American promise. They don't care promise. who we yes. voted for. Nobody cares. Yeah. You know, when, when the Europeans look at us and say, why did you leave our people behind? They're not checking our 
our voting record. And, Correct. And you're right. It's when you said it's it's a national shame. We have lost the piece of our soul. And I think until we admit that complicity, which we have not done, um, until we find some accountability, our moral conscience will continue to erode and fester. And uh, it's it's something like nothing else. We have these political fights and we have these bullets in the culture war, but this to me is something uh, more consequential. It really speaks to who we are. Who are we? Who is America? You just had a guest on talking about the, the great light that's America, that people can come and, and find their dreams. Well, those, that America doesn't break their promise to American citizens and allies that we fought with and maybe save some of our soldiers' lives. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's a scary song. And again, I take no pleasure in writing it or even singing it, but uh, someone had to say it. What is the response? I know you've been on the road. We've been yeah. calling each other, yeah. talking to each other, yeah. and we're at the opposite ends of the clock. Yes. <laughs> uh, what is the reaction when you sing it? It's been fascinating because I... I I was mostly blue states on my tour. And at the end of my show, uh, I, I asked my quartet to leave because I don't want them, frankly, cut up in the cancel game. And I talk about the song before I sing it. I talk about the fact that if Donald Trump were president or any Republican president and we were in this situation, mm-hmm. I'd write the song. I talk about it's a moral message, not a political one. And I ask people to just listen. And it's amazing. When I play it, you could hear pin drops. There's some people crying. There are some soldiers screaming, oorah. And there's some people looking, kind of cocking their head. But everyone listens. And it gives me hope for this country. Because I think if we speak in a way um, that is not partisan, that is not tribal, we're not going to make everybody agree. But I think everybody knows deep down this Afghanistan tragedy is, uh, is something that we can't just push under the rug. And it's been emotional. You know, veterans come after me, Afghan vets. They can't even talk, Glenn. They're, they're in tears. They're shame. They're pain. You see the suicide rates are up. You know, I mean, my mission has expanded from just keeping Afghanistan on the front foot, accountability, to really letting our vets know that, hey, this is not about you. You did the right thing. Um, and take care of their mental health. And I see that every night with the veterans and the military families. Uh, I want to share with you uh, probably with the podcast, um, or at least just personally, something that happened at the end of, uh, I think, last week's, last Wednesday's television broadcast. Um, two people um, that had been saved from Afghanistan, mm-hmm. and they're 20-something girls. Uh, they were on a bus of all of these schoolgirls. Um, and at the end, it wasn't even part of the show. We added it. It was after we cut the show, but the cameras were still rolling. And I said, I want you to I want to introduce you to somebody who is my chief researcher. He was one of the first in Afghanistan, hmm. and he's been questioning and really struggling with what happened. And um, what they said to him was remarkable. They immediately said, don't ever question what you did. We're here. Generations have changed because of this. You know, it ended poorly. Right. But because you were there, we we have cha- we have a chance. We have a chance. There's a, uh, a classical piano player named Elon Fanus, an Afghanistan uh, young man. And for our veterans, if you're feeling that uh, your sacrifice was in vain, Google him and read his letter. He wrote a letter, I think it was in the Wall Street Journal, saying, thank you. I have a life of freedom. I have an ability to practice my art, and it's all because of you. And you know what? It's going to be hard to stamp out that freedom 
in Afghanistan. Certainly we have a lot of work to do, but there's still a lot of hope and there's still a lot of work that can be done. And to a certain degree, we can fix it if we keep our eyes on it. We, um, I, I think we're having a hard time keeping freedom here in America. And I want to talk to you about artists. Yes. And that here in just a second. First, let me tell you a little bit about RecTech. Uh, Only a couple of years ago, uh, I was not a big fan of grilling out because I burnt everything. And with the price of meat right now, that's really not a good idea. Uh, Now, RecTech has been introduced in my life, I don't know, a couple, three years ago. And I have to tell you, it is the best grill that you will ever uh, you'll ever find. It grills, it smokes, it even bakes and everything is perfect. Yesterday or uh, this last weekend, Sunday, had the kids over and I was setting the table and everything else. And usually what I do is I put the steaks on and then they're on fire while I'm setting the table. And I come back and I'm like, good. So we can cut the first inch off of the top and the bottom. Uh, Not so with Rectech. I left it there. I put the sensor inside and it controls everything. It is really amazing. Rectech. You can find them on social media. Sign up for their newsletter for great recipes, etc., etc. But if you are looking for a grill, a smoker, uh, or something that you can even bake in outdoors, this is the best on the market at the price point or even above the price point. You won't find anything like it. It's Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com, Rectech.com. Ten, ten seconds, station ID. John Andrasik, he is the singer-songwriter Five for Fighting, uh, who's joining me now. And it's interesting that you say that you ask the rest of the band to leave because you don't want them drawn into the into the blowback from this. It is shocking to me how even Eric Clapton or Van Morrison uh, <laughs> are writing songs about in in. In England, they're writing it about uh, COVID. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of a kind of important questions. And they are being pilloried uh, and no one is playing their music. It can't get anywhere. And when you're going after Eric Clapton (laughs) for writing a song that's questioning the man. Yeah. What the hell has happened to rock and roll and artists? Yeah, it's funny, like Rolling Stone is now the man, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, there was, a, talking about Afghanistan, there was a, a folk singer named Farood Andarabi, who in the initial days was dragged from his home and murdered by the Taliban in front of his house, a folk singer. Yeah. And you would think uh, the music media, especially the Rolling Stones of the world, would have that guy on their cover saying, mm-hmm. hey, it's about freedom of expression, it's about music, um, the suppression of music by the Taliban, and it's crickets. And it just shows how deeply tribalism has infected our culture. It is so malignant that they won't talk about any issue that, uh, that they perceive may hurt their side. And uh, it's frankly disgusting, it's shameful. We should be having concerts for the, for the people of Afghanistan. The orchestra, the children's orchestra, we've got half of them out. Mm-hmm. Half of them are still there. The mm-hmm. music community should be, you know, should be in Qatar right now organizing, you know, U2, uh, Paul McCartney, Springsteen. We should all be down there screaming for the human rights of Afghanistan. And why are we not? Here's the facts. If it was a Republican president, you wouldn't be hearing my song. You know why? Because there'd be 20 other ones, you know, calling about, oh, Afghanistan, the women in Afghanistan, the children in Afghanistan. 
tribalism is destroying this nation, and the music media and the media in general are a big participant in that. It is. I'm thrilled to have you here. It's so great to finally meet you. Um, he's going to be on the podcast, which will come out for Blaze subscribers on Thursday, and you'll be able to find it wherever you get your podcasts. John Andrasik, uh, the the song is Blood on My Hands. Uh, find it on YouTube and share it while you can. One of the songs that has been banned on YouTube for medical misinformation <laughs> is uh, coming up next. The the artist that uh, the rapper that did the song, uh, Let's Go Brandon, joins us next. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> So I want to tell you the the last uh, in the last week we have seen a lot of things. The um, the what's his name that runs Twitter came out and said he is looking at hyperinflation. It's only a matter of time. Well, I don't know. He, I mean, that's not what the Fed says. Maybe somebody should silence him. The economic advisor at Alliance, uh, Mohammed El Arian, gave another warning this week about inflation. He says it's not transitory uh, and you should look for at least another year with high and persistent inflation. This is going to get worse, much worse before it gets better. And especially if the government passes another uh, what one and a half trillion is what they're saying, but with both of these things, it's be about three trillion dollars. Your gold, uh, I'm sorry, your money is going to become worth less and less until it's worthless. That's when the world always goes back to gold. This week, they're offering a special at Goldline one tenth of an ounce platinum with a qualifying order of five dollar gold Indians. Call them now, one eight six six Goldline, one eight six six Goldline, or Goldline.com. Blend back, stupor gear. Stephen Crowder, Dave Rubin, and me, Pat Gray, listen to all your favorite conservative voices right here at blazetv.com. Promo code Glenn. We have, uh, of course, if you're a regular listener to this program, uh, we have won several uh, honorary Grammys for our work in the rap world. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. don't know that, but uh, I'm all down with rap. And uh, all up in here. <laughs> exactly right. Mm -hmm. And uh, Bryson Gray is a Christian rapper. That song that you're listening to is Let's Go Brandon. And it has been censored on social media, even though it's number one on iTunes. And the reason why it's been censored is because it has misleading medical information in it. Uh, Bryson is with us now. Hello, Bryson. What's up, man? Thank you so much for having me on. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, so you're tell me about how the genesis of this song. So um, I didn't want to make it at first. I didn't want like to make a trendy song. Um, but the way I looked at Let's Go Brandon is uh, I don't curse. So, <laughs> the F <laughs> so the F Joe Biden chance, they look so cool. But I was like, ah, I'm not saying that. <laughs> so, you know, it's so funny, Bryson, because Pat and I are exactly the same. We we love it when we heard it. But we were also <laughs> at the same time. We wouldn't participate in it. And we we're also like. 
that's not that's not who we are. That's just not I don't want our side to be like that. But the let's go Brandon is fantastic. Fantastic. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. <laughs> I was like, finally, finally I could do something. But um yeah, so uh, you know, that happened and, and a guy named Black Conservative Preacher, he was asking me to make a song before anybody did it. And I was like, nah. You know, I was like, I love it, but now nah, I want to make a song. And then, like, a few artists released Let's Go Brandon songs uh, before me. Like, four or five artists did it, and they all had, like, profanity in it. And then in my mind, I'm like, well, that defeats the purpose of, of Let's Go Brandon, in my opinion. But uh, so uh, he, he hit me up again and was like, man, I need something for my son to listen to, man. This is a beautiful movement. Like, I need something for my son to listen to, bro. And that finally got me, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a Let's Go Brandon song, but if I do it, I want to put Tyson James on it, Chandler Crump on it, and then I released it, man, and, and YouTube banned it, and it just, I'm on Glenn Beck show right now, so obviously. <laughs> it is the dream of every rapper to be on this program. Uh, uh, so when you, were, when you were banned for, can we play the very beginning? Because I think this is the medical misinformation that, that got you banned. Listen, the very beginning of the song. Shots that people are getting now cover that. They're they're you're okay. You're not gonna you're not gonna get COVID if you stop. Have. That is absolutely untrue. Is that do you think the medical misinformation that they banned you for? Well, I, I asked them which lyric which lyric did it, and the YouTube just refused to respond. I've I've hit them up like five times. They they literally refused to tell me which lyric got me banned. That's a little bizarre, isn't it? Uh <laughs> I would imagine that it is the uh, pandemic ain't real. They just planned it. That that could be. But, um, I mean, they, we already know that it most likely came from a Wuhan lab uh, and it got out somehow. And we already know uh, Bill Gates talked about how they were going to use vaccines and other methods uh, for depopulation. Uh, so, you know, huh? tomato, tomato. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. You know, the problem is, and your song uh, deals with it, the, the problem is, is that, as you say, when you ask questions, they start banning. Um, the silencing of voices is something unlike we have ever seen that I, at least in my lifetime in America. I agree. Um, this is like, this is actually my second song getting banned on YouTube. I had one about hydroxychloroquine that was banned. Uh, and Spotify banned us another song of mine, and we like I didn't. I'm confused. When do we get to the point where we ban arts? Have you heard the rap songs that exist? Like, if anybody ever sat down and listened to the most popular rap songs, that's not banned. But you banned my song because you don't like the you don't like that it questions the narrative and it goes against the consensus of the cdc even though the cdc changes their consensus every two weeks mm -hmm. uh, it's, it, we, we, we are we are in crazy times i uh, you know it's um, it's amazing i was against the banning of uh rap um it'll come maybe perhaps as a giant surprise to you but for as much work as we've done in the rap world uh i'm not really all into rap um, but I defended rap when I was a morning show. When were we? 1990s, Pat? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And remember, Tipper Gore was going after rap. Mm -hmm. And we're like, look, we don't even like rap. 
You should not ban it. What are you talking about? And it has only gotten so much worse. The things that are said in rap and they they are allowed to say it. And I, you know, I raise the flag for them being allowed to say it. But it is being consumed in such vast quantities and no one is even thinking about the effect on our culture and the effect on on our children that are listening to it. And yet you come out with some questions and you're questioning the man, which I think rock and roll and rap. I think that's what you do. uh, And you're shut down. That and that is insane. And I remember those days. Well, I was born in 1991, but hmm. I, I, of course, I read about those days where, like NWA, you had two yeah. live crew. Yeah, you had yeah people like that that were that were getting banned. But even those are still love. I think Ice T has a song literally about killing police officers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can still go to YouTube and find that. Uh, but as soon as I say uh, the pandemic ain't real, they planned it. It's like, oh, no, that's it. That's where we draw the line. Like, what? Arts? Music? This is where you draw the line like that. This is, man, this is, this is. And, and the fact that people on the left are supporting it, like, people are mocking, like, me on Twitter saying, I'm glad your song got banned. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. So tell me the, um, the after effects of this. Are you... Are you uh, more optimistic or less optimistic? Have you? Because I, I was just talking to John Audresic from uh, Five for Fighting, and he just did a song, and it's getting squashed as well. Uh, and uh, his is about Afghanistan, and uh, you know they squashed Eric Clapton for a song about COVID. Are, are you seeing more people come out? Is is there something that's changing in America? I do think it's changing, but I think if we actually started paying attention more, it could change faster in a positive light. Cause there's obviously something changing in a negative way to where if you want to be honest in this country, I know we'd like to say we're all free, but in reality, in the public space, only one side has free speech. Mm-hmm. They can say whatever they, they, they can say whatever they want about Jesus and just get away with it. They can literally do whatever they want. Meanwhile, we can't even question, make a joke then we're banned off platforms if if we do that. But the good side of it is if you see what happened with this song, it shot up to number one. Like I, I do not think it would be number one if they didn't ban it. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. So that that's a positive side to it. The only problem with that is I feel like we, we do that for like a week or two and then we go back to normal. And if you actually listen to the lyrics in my Let's Go Brandon song, my whole point was it's time for us to like, stand up and stop stop allowing and succumbing to what's going on in this country i think though that there is also something and you're an example of it john's an example of it uh and as Cantor is an example of it um where where people are starting to stand up and there seems to be a little bit of a snowball that is is starting Oh yeah, it's, it's a culture war. It's a culture war right now, and they they have the left has had the grip on the culture war for so long. Like I don't know if you saw, but this some website wrote an article 
and said, uh, and said, uh, I can't believe this moronic song passed Adele. And then at the end of the article, it said, uh, Adele will be back number one by the morning. This is just a MAGA cult nonsense, blah, blah, blah. Now, that was yesterday. And, of course, this is the morning currently. And she's actually <laughs> dropped number You know, she's actually dropped the number three behind another Let's Go Brandon song. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it is uh, it's great to talk to you. And I just I wanted to thank you for your courage um, to do this. Are you concerned about backlash? Um, if, uh, listen, my music is so controversial. That I've never been concerned about it. I welcome it uh, because I seek first the kingdom of God. So I'm, I'm not, I don't fear anything. God bless you. God bless you. Bryson Gray is his name. The creator of Let's Go Brandon. Uh, that has now been censored uh, on uh, social media. Christian uh, or Bryson, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. God bless you. Uh, another another episode of Glenn Beck talks rap. <laughs> <laughs> there have been so many episodes, so though. many, you know, so many epic episodes. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, to to really. What was your favorite Pick one? That's what the was thing. your favorite? I, you know, there's so many. It's like choosing your favorite child. Yeah, I, I can't do it. I think the episode with Tupac. Yeah, that was where I said, dude, don't go. Yeah. And he went anyway. Uh, he went anyway. That was, uh, it was, was a powerful, show. powerful in retrospect. Powerful. Right. You know, but uh, <laughs> all right. Um, let me tell you about Karen, who wrote in recently about her dog's experience with rough greens. She says, my super allergenic, uh, super picky dog is finally eating much better than he used to. Right? Uno. I can't take the way uh, Uno uh, used to eat his food or not eat his food. She says he's also more playful again. It was sad to see a three-year-old dog lying around and just being there. He never seemed to have any energy. Now, though he's not as active of my other dogs, he's starting to at least engage more. He's right with the rest of the pack to greet us when we come home, when we wake up in the morning. I am so happy that he's coming along. Thank you, Rough Greens. Rough Greens, not a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on your dog's food, and it contains vitamins, minerals, omega oils, and antioxidants. Time to make a difference in your dog's life. Check out Rough Greens for yourself today. Your dog is going to thank you, and then you can thank me. Anyway, free bag of Rough Greens right now just for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLENN-33. Call them now. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the uh, Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here. Um, wow. Inflation has sent the cost of Thanksgiving meal uh, soaring. Um, but I, you know what I really appreciate? I appreciate the press now coming out. The Atlantic just came out and said uh, the only reason why we're having inflation and it would be easier to uh, contain if rich people would stop buying the things they don't need and really don't even want. <laughs> and as somebody I think is probably in the Atlantic's category of a rich person, I can't tell you how many tickets I have gotten recently from my local fire department because of the bond fire that I have in the back of my house. 
I'm not supposed to have bonfires, but I just need some way to get rid of all the stuff I buy every day that, that I you just don't want. don't want. Yeah. You know, yeah. so much of it. And so you just throw it into the I fire. I just throw it into the fire. I mean, I'm yeah. burning 24 hours a day. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Have you ever thought about not buying stuff you no. don't want? No. No. I'm no, part of the rich. Yeah. You're part of the rich. And that's what the rich do. They buy things they, do. they don't even want. True. And if See we would, every day, if you if you are making over forty thousand dollars a year, believe me, you're part of the rich. Uh, you need to stop buying all the stuff you don't want, mm-hmm. you know, or don't need like meat. Who needs meat? Nobody. Nobody needs meat. And if you would stop buying it's meat, the price the would come down. Yeah. Amen, brother. By the way, uh, what would you buy? Speaking of things you don't even need or want, what would you buy if your um, nest egg grew yesterday by $37 billion? That's Elon Musk. <laughs> I, think I'd, I think I'd buy Iceland. Would you? Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's quite lovely this time of year. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, a little it's chilly. A little chilly, yeah. But I was lovely. Say. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think I would take thirty-seven billion dollars in a day. I take maybe five billion and create a trust fund for a charity because it would go uh, go on forever cool. with mm-hmm. five billion dollars. Mm-hmm. You could be George Soros with five billion dollars, ten billion. You know, thirty-seven billion. It was just my increase. Maybe maybe 20 billion of that would go to a trust fund and then, uh, you know, for charity. And then I probably buy myself a Bugatti. OK, that's uh, a good purchase. A Gulfstream and a really nice house on an island. <laughs> it's not still, not still Iceland. A lot left over. Lot left over. I'd yeah. save the rest. I'd save the rest. I mean, I don't want to just buy a bunch of stuff I don't need or want. <laughs> Did you see that his net worth at two hundred eighty-eight billion now is greater than the market value of ExxonMobil and Nike? This one guy has more wealth than ExxonMobil and Nike. I wish he would do ads that would take down Colin Kaepernick. Then I wish he would do. Mm-hmm. I stand for the flag every time. I, every time I wave the flag whenever I hear it. That's something he would do. Too. It, it would be. Yeah. You know, I would I disagree with so much of his policies because he's really a lefty. Yeah. But but every I'm once at the in a point, while it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And, and at this point, I would rather have a president who actually understands the future hmm. more than maybe I live till Tuesday. I'd like somebody there that is thinking about the world in completely different ways Mm -hmm. because we're there and everybody in Washington seems to be thinking like it's 1950. All right. If you missed any of the show, make sure you grab the podcast today. You can get it wherever your podcasts uh, are found, or you can get it by becoming a blaze TV member and just join us at blaze tv.com slash Glenn. That's blaze tv.com slash Glenn. Today was a really good episode. You want to listen to all of it. It's very empowering. All of the things that are happening that show, guys, you're winning. They're terrified of you. This is the Glenn Beck Program.